0: in the house of the Lord. Amen. Zechariah chapter number 14, starting with verse 16 through verse 22. Thank you so much for your faithfulness to the house of God. Amen. Announcements are back there on the board, what's coming up and what's taking place. Amen. Verse 16, And it shall come to pass that everyone that is left of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall even go up from year to year to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, and to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. And it shall be that whoso will not come up of all the families of the earth unto Jerusalem to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, even upon them shall be no rain. And if the family of Egypt go not up and come not, that have no, they have no rain, that have no rain. There shall be the plague wherewith the Lord will smite the heathen that come not up to keep the feast of tabernacles. This shall be the punishment of Egypt and the punishment of all nations that come not up to keep the feast of tabernacles. And that day shall there be upon the bells of the horses holiness unto the Lord, and the pots in the Lord's house shall be like the bowls before the altar. Yea, every pot in Jerusalem and in Judah shall be holiness unto the Lord of hosts. And all that sacrifice shall come and take of them and see therein. And in that day there shall be no more the Canaanites in the house of the Lord of hosts. Amen. And I want to minister to you from this thought today, no rain. No rain. No rain. Amen. Say that with me. No rain. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Father, we love you. We honor you today, God. Today we magnify your name, Jesus. We thank you for your goodness and your blessings upon us. Bless your people, God, I pray. Let none of us leave the way that we came, but let us leave changed and renewed and refreshed in the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost and under your wisdom and knowledge and understanding, God, and we will praise you forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. And you may be seated. Amen. God is awesome. God is good all the time. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. When we look at the Old Testament prophets and their message, they carry basically three warnings to the people. Warning number one was against not serving God as their forefathers had done. When you read the scriptures, you see that God loved Israel, and He had made promise to Abraham, Isaac, and to Jacob. And so, therefore, they were, had been warned to not serve any other God. They was taught to serve God with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength. But we find that they went a horn. The Bible tells us after other God. The second warning they received was, "Don't worship idols." Amen. But we see that they violated that principle. And then the third warning they received was to never forget God's Word as He had told them to do. So from the major prophets to the minor prophets, they each overlap that 70 years of captivity that the children of Israel found themselves in because they did not obey the Word of God. If we do not obey the Word of God, we can accept severe consequences that will come. God has our best interests at heart. Amen. And this is why Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 10 that now all these things happen unto them for an example, and they're written for our admonition upon whom the world ends of the world has come. Wherefore let him think he stand take heed lest he falls in other words we don't want to get caught up and doing the same things that they did and find themselves in punishment amen three times a year every male was worn from twenty years old and upward to Go to Jerusalem to worship." They had to go for the Feast of the Passover, which commemorate them coming out of Egypt. They had to go for the Feast of Pentecost, which commemorate the giving of the law. They had to go for the Feast of the Tabernacle, which was to show God's provision for them while they walked around in that wilderness for 40 years. So there was many more feasts that Israel was required to do. But these three feasts was to keep their minds focused to worship God. Amen. We have to realize that when we look at these feasts for ourselves, uh, we look at the feast of the Passover. God brought us out of the world. Paul said, Peter says unto his marvelous light. Uh, we should all be able to look back and see where we were and how God has brought us out of that world and we should worship him for that reason. Amen. He didn't have to do it. He could have left me there. He He could have left me in my muck and mire. He could have left me... In on the street corner. He could love me as a drug addict. He could have loved me as an alcoholic. But no, God's mercy and his grace drew me out of that darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. He's now written his word on my heart, uh, so I will know him. I can go to sleep thinking about the word of God. I can get up in the morning thinking about the word of God because he has written it in my heart, and I should worship him for that reason. When I think of the Feast of the Tabernacle, how He provides for me day in and day out. Uh, Amen. I have food to eat. I have clothes to wear. I have more provisions than I could ever imagine. Amen. And these should be things that cause me to want to worship God. Amen. When God told Abraham to offer up unto him Isaac, and they came to Mount Moriah, and Abraham says to his servants, he says, Stay here, because me and the lad will go yonder, and we will worship, and we will come again. I think in every child of God, it should come to the standpoint that you should be able to say, I'm going yonder to worship, and I will come again. Amen. We need to get into the habit of worshiping God. Worshiping God is more than just checking a block. Amen. To worship God means you love God with all your heart, uh, your mind, your soul, and your strength. Amen. To worship God means you're fulfilling that first commandment. Thou shalt have no other God before me, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Uh, We've got to worship Him. Amen. The Lord says, uh, if they don't worship me, there will be no rain. Uh, And if there's no rain, brother, to move, there's not going to be a crop. uh, if there's no rain, there's not going to be a harvest. If there's no rain, there's not going to be any growth in your life. Amen. We've got to get into the habit of the purpose uh, to worship God with all our heart, uh, with all our mind, with all our soul, and with all our strength. Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego told King Nebuchadnezzar, "We're not uh, careful to answer you in this matter. Our God, whom we serve, Amen." He will will deliver us. And if not, we're not going to worship a false idol. We're not going to worship a false god. Because, here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and you must worship Him with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Therefore, if we worship God, we're not going to struggle in our walk with God. We worship God, we're not going to struggle in our faith with God. If we worship God, we're not going to let defeats, let uh, things come in our lives that will stop us from worshiping God. It's time for the true worshipers to worship the Lord Jesus says in spirit and in truth. Amen. That means there's got to be an attitude adjustment. There's got to be a change in your life. Amen. Praise God. You've got to adjust how you think about this thing. When you think He brought you out, when you think He wrote His Word in your heart, when He thinking about how He provides for you, you've got to change your attitude and your thinking. This is why Paul says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, bystanders, by the mercies of God that you present your bodies uh, as living sacrifices, uh, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Uh, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you might prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect uh, will of God. You've got to worship Him. If not, you're going to be dry. You're going to be barren. You're not gonna grow at all. One of the reasons people may not be growing spiritually is they're not worshiping God. You should worship the Father, Jesus says, and spirit uh, and in truth. Amen. You see, for the Father seek His uh, to worship Him. Amen. We've got to have the truth. Uh, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. Uh, God was manifested in the flesh, uh, justified in the spirit, uh, seen upon angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and back up into glory. If you don't know that Jesus is God, it'll be easy for you to worship a false God. Amen. The Word of God is truth. Jesus has sanctified them through. Thy truth, Thy Word is truth. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. No man can come to the Father but by me. If you have known me, you should have known my Father also. If I say I know Him, then I am obligated to worship Him. I am obligated to come before His presence with thanksgiving. I am obligated, amen, to come. Run into the house of God and to prostrate myself before Him and worship Him in spirit and in truth. Amen. If I got truth, I should be able. Nothing should stop me from worshiping Him because when I understand what is here, amen, and I read that, I can see that the Word of God gives me hope. It gives me strength. It gives me encouragement. It me, it builds me up. And so therefore, I should want to worship him more and more each and every day. As I see the day approaching, I should begin my morning with worship. I should throughout the day worship. Before I lay my head to rest, I should worship him because the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. I've got to adjust my attitude. I can't let things plague me and stop me from worshiping God. I don't need music to worship God. I don't need a place. Amen. I just need to come in His presence with thanksgiving in my heart and worship Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Paul told the church in Greece on Mars Hill, the people rather, he says, I saw your altar to an unknown God whom you ignorantly worship. Him I declare unto you. Amen. The Almighty God, Jesus Christ is God manifested in the flesh. If you've been around the church any moment or any time, you've heard this and Should know this, uh, and you know that our God is holy, and when you come into His presence, uh, you should automatically come with a changed mind. I'm going to worship. I'm not just going to check a block. I'm going to worship God because He's been good to me. He's brought me out of the darkness. He's brought me to the marvelous light. That's why I come through these doors is to come to worship. Yes, I can worship Him at my house. Yes, I can worship Him out there in the street. But I come to the house of God to worship Him with you, my brothers and sisters sisters. Amen. And the more we worship Him, the more we will see that we will be refreshed. We will be renewed. Amen. The rain will fall. Amen. It will drown us. It will cover us. We will be refreshed and renewed over and over again. But if I don't worship Him, I will be barren. I will be dry. I will have no joy in my heart. I will have no excitement in in my life. Everything will always be a drudgery. It will always be a complaint and a murmur. But when I worship Him, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all He for me. My soul cries out, Hallelujah! And I thank God for saving me. The Psalms says in Psalms 95 6, Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for we are the people of His pasture and the sheep of His hands. We are in His fold, Amen. So we come and worship Him. We come and we bow down. Because we are worshiping Him in spirit and in truth. We know Him. Amen. We understand Him. Amen. Praise God. And so, therefore, we should be excited about worshiping Him. John says in John 14, Jesus says, You don't know what you're worshiping. We know what we worship because salvation is of the Jews. Until you know truth, you really can't worship. This is why we're constantly saying, read the Word. This is why we're constantly saying, study the Word. This is why we're constantly saying, hide the Word of God in your heart. Amen. Because once you hide the Word... Once you study the Word, once you understand the Word, you have truth. And you will be able to see what God is doing and what God will do. Amen. Because those things which are written here are written for our example. They're written for our admonition, whom the ends of the world has come. So that we don't make the same mistake. They did not worship. And as a result of that, there had no rain. It was dry. Amen. Elijah came, amen, and he told them, it's not going to rain for three and a half years, amen. Wow, three and a half years with no rain. You can see the barrenness. You can see the dryness. Uh, You can't wash. You can't cook. Uh, You can't do anything, amen, when you don't have water, amen. And God says, I am going to withhold my rain, and I'm going to withhold my water because they are not worshiping me. They're worshiping idols. They're worshiping false gods. They're doing what my word has told, I have told them not to do. And as a result, they found themselves struggling and going through things in their lives when all they had to do was worship. So all they had to do was worship and obey His word. And I will have opened the windows of heaven. Jesus told Nicodemus, he said, here's condemnation, that light is come into the world. But men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds are evil. Amen. But everyone that doeth evil, hateth the light, neither come to the light, lest his deeds shall be reproved. But he that doeth truth, when you're doing this, when you're obeying this, you come to the light. Amen. You come to the light they've made manifest that your deeds are works of God. Amen. We worship Him. Amen. In spirit and in truth. When they was cleaning up the house of God. Amen. And they stumbled upon the strolls. Amen. And they took it to King Josiah. And they began to read it to him. He immediately adjusted his mind. He immediately adjusted his thinking. And he says, My people has not done what God's Word says. And as a result, he start tearing down things. He start getting things out of the way that would prevent the people from worshiping and serving God. And when they returned to serve God, God sent the rain. God blessed them. Amen. God began to provide for them. Hey, let me encourage you today. Make it an attitude adjustment. Change your mind. Change your thinking. Become obedient to the Word of God so He don't withhold the rain so that He does not withhold your blessings. That's what the Word is all about. The rain represents the blessings. They represent growth. Because if you don't have rain, amen, you're going to wither up, you're going to dry up, you're going to die. Amen. When there's no rain, there's no harvest. When there's no rain, there's no crop, no growth. Amen. Your spiritual growth is predicated on worship. Amen. If you've been in a church any amount of time, you should be growing. Amen. You should be way down the road. It shouldn't take you long. a couple years, you should be on fire for God. Amen. Because you're studying His Word. You're seeing what He's doing. You've got all these examples right before you of success. You've got all these examples right before you of what God will do for you. Amen. Think of all the good things you read in there. What He did for those that worshipped Him and how they done. Amen. When Hannah wanted a son... she could have stayed out there and compiled it all day long, amen. But until she came to the house of God and she worshipped God, the Bible says. And when she started worshiping God, God heard her, and she birthed an intercessor called Samuel. She birthed the first prophet of Israel because she worshipped. What do you have need of? What do you want God to do? You're going to have to get in the habit of worshiping Him. You're going I have to get in the habit of praising Him, because whoso offered praise glorifyeth me, and to him that ordereth is conversational right, will I show the salvation of God when Elijah, after three and a half years, amen, he sent his servant Gehazi, he says, go look and see if there's a cloud in the sky, and he went, and he looked, and he came back, he says, I don't see a thing. He says, go again. Go seven times. And on the seventh time, he came back. He says, I see the cloud like the size of a man's hands. And he says, go tell Ahab to get down because I hear an abundance of rain. Amen. Because they had just finished worshiping God. God had sent fire down from heaven, consumed the sacrifice because the people fell on their face and said, The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. Because they had made a covenant that they would worship no other God, the one that answered by fire. And their God had just answered by fire. But the rain had been hell for three and a half years. But soon as they began to worship, I, I, Elijah says, Go tell him to get down, because I hear an abundance of rain rain. And it rained, and it rained, and it rained. And I come to tell you today, when you worship God, it's going to rain like never before. You're going to be able to say, I feel the rain. It's falling down on me. It's not the warmer and the latter together. And I'm not talking about the weather. It's the Holy Ghost rain. And it's falling down on me. It will be refreshing in your soul. Praise God, Hallelujah! The Lord told them in Deuteronomy 11, excuse me, verse 16 and 17, "Take heed to yourself that your hearts be not deceived, and you turn aside and serve the other's gods, and worship them, and then the Lord's wrath be kindled against you, and He shut up the heavens that there be no rain." And that the land yield not her fruit unless she perish quickly off the good land which the Lord giveth you. Notice. Beware. Take heed unto yourself that your heart be not deceived. And you turn aside and start serving other gods and worship them. It's easy if you're not careful. Amen. And then he says... And the Lord's wrath be kindled against you. And he shut up the heavens. That there be no rain. And that the land yield not her fruit. Amen. You don't want to be barren. You want to be fruitful. You know why? Because Jesus come again. He's looking for fruit. Amen. He's going to be looking for fruit in your life. And you need to have fruit, meat for repentance. Amen. You've got to get it right. And this starts with worshiping God. Oh, come, let us kneel. Let us bow before the Lord our Maker. Hosea goes on in Hosea 6.3. Then shall we know, if we follow on to know the Lord, His going forth is prepared as the morning, and He shall come upon us as the rain, as the latter and the former rain, Rain Upon the earth. Amen. He says that we just keep pressing on. The rain is going to come. God is going to rain upon us. Isaiah goes on in the 55th chapter. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and return not thither, but watereth the earth, and make it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth." it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sinned. For you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. And the mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of thorns shall come up fir trees. And instead of briars shall come up murder trees. And it shall be to the Lord for name for an everlasting sign that shall never be cut off. You don't have to worry about being barren. You don't have to worry about being famished. You're not going to be cut off. Amen. Because you will always have the water of God flowing upon you. Hallelujah. Solomon prayed to the Lord when he was dedicating the temple in 1 Kings 8.35. He says, When heaven is shut up, There is no rain because they have sinned against thee. If they pray towards this place and confess thy name and turn from their sin, when thou afflicts them, then hear thou in heaven and forgive the sin of thy servants and of thy people Israel, that thou teachest them the good way wherein they should walk and give rain upon thy land which thou has given to the people for an inheritance. Notice what he says. He said, look, God, if they sin, I know you're going to hold the rain. He said, if they don't obey and don't do it, I know you're going to withhold the rain. You're going to hold back. You're going to hold the blessings. You're going to hold the things that they have need of. You're going to hold back. He says, but God, I need you to hear my prayer. He says, but if they confess thy sins, amen, and turn from their sins, amen. He says, I need you to hear from heaven and send the rain. Amen. And that's all you've got to realize. Amen. When things ain't right, all you've got to do is just repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And He'll send the rain. If we confess our sins, James says, He's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Aren't you glad you got it? advocate with the Father, that you can turn to Him and say, God, I ask for your forgiveness. God, I ask for you to forgive me of my sins. And He'll send the rain. He'll water that land. He'll water that area where the kinkers and the caterpillars has tried to take away. Amen. He will restore that. Amen. That good land. Because, see, you're a good soul. Because when God made man, He said, this is very good. And when He poured Brought you out of the world. He had a purpose for your life, Amen. He desires to use you for His kingdom, Amen. And now He wants to water that fertile soil. He wants to water you. He wants you to break up that fallow ground so that He can rain upon you, so you can bring forth and harvest meat for His repentance. He desires to work through you, Amen. Will you let Him rain on you today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus says, amen, that the truth shall make you free. Hallelujah. He wants to reign upon you. He's going forth before his people who know him and endeavor to increase that knowledge, his gracious faithful, holy, just, and wise providence and manifestation of Him in the conduct of them for His people's good and comfort is prepared as the morning, as sure, seasonable, beautiful, grateful, and as clear as the morning. Amen. It will rain dew. When you walk out now, you see there's a lot of dew out there. Amen. And you get your feet all wet. And you got to get it off your windshields. Amen. That's what God wants. is He wants you to rain. He wants to rain on you constantly. So you'll be well watered. Well refreshed. Every day. Amen. In Ezekiel 34, 25 through 27. He puts it this way. And I will make with them a covenant of peace and will cause the evil beast to cease out of the land and they shall dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods and i will make them and the place round about my hill a blessing and i will cause the shower to come down in his season there shall be showers of blessings, And the trees of the field shall yield our fruit, and the herbs shall yield our increase, and they shall be safe in their land, and shall know that I am the Lord when I have broken the bands of their yoke and delivered them out of the hands of those that served themselves of others. Amen. Notice what the Lord says. I will rain in their seasons, and there shall be showers of blessings coming down. Do you need a blessing today? Amen. Are you looking for a blessing? Are you looking for a miracle? Amen. Then all you've got to do is worship Him. Amen. If you get in the practice of worshiping God, you will be refreshed. You will be restored. Amen. To that which the kinkers have tried to take away. Amen. I feel and I hear an abundance of rain right now. Let's stand this morning. Amen. Let's come and worship Him this morning. Amen. I feel the abundance of rain. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yes, God, I worship You. Come on, worship Him this morning. He's worthy. Oh Lord, I worship You, Jesus. I worship You, Jesus. It's time for the worshipers to rise. It's time for the sons and the daughters this thing. I've given you my all. I worship you, my king. No more dryness, no more barrenness. Oh, I worship you God. Oh, I worship you God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Oh Hallelujah,